Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Switch is now Nintendo's most popular home console, but does it still have room to grow? I'm Roger Chang, this is your Daily Charge. Joining me is Nintendo Switch aficionado and CNET senior reporter Sean Keen. Welcome, Sean. Thank you for having me. Woo, Nintendo Switch. <laughs> well, go to the details. How many Switches have Nintendo sold? Well, I, I've, my, my brain is a bit mushy from looking at all these numbers, but it has sold 103.54 million. Uh, more than a fifth of that number is the original model Switch, for context. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the others are only make up a tiny fraction. Okay. Right. Well, that I mean, look, this is it's five years into it, um, and, and and that's uh, the fact that it's still selling well is is impressive. Just for a little bit of context, could you kind of run through what the other sort of top selling home consoles are? I think a lot about this uh, because the the PlayStation Two is still the top selling home console of all time, at one hundred and fifty five million approximately, um, which is just an astounding number. It was unlikely to be topped. Um, And Nintendo's other devices that have outsold it, so that we're not, these aren't home consoles. These are, so are the DS at 154.02 million. And the combined sales of the Game Boy and Game Boy Color are 118.69 118.69 million. All right, so it's 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 uh even even if it's uh sort of tops for Nintendo, there are still a number of other consoles or, or tops for Nintendo in terms of home console. There's still a number of other systems that uh that are still way more popular. I'm I'm curious. Uh, Microsoft doesn't seem to mix because you you mentioned a lot of Nintendo and a lot of Sony, but uh, no no Xbox love. Yeah, poor we Microsoft. Uh, their <laughs> top seller is the Xbox 360 with around 84 million sales. Uh, and uh, like as is well documented, the Xbox One had a disastrous launch due to its high price and Microsoft's mm-hmm. poor messaging. So it actually stopped reporting sales figures after a year because they were embarrassingly low. Uh, oh, wow. Analysts reckon it sold around... 50 million units, which is less than half of the PS4, which was its direct competitor. The PS4 sold 116.6 million. Um, And the Xbox is a very powerful brand in the US, but it is just almost non-existent in Japan. And PlayStation is quite dominant in Europe. Yeah, yeah, that that there's a there's a big difference there because at least in the U.S. from a perception and a branding perspective, Xbox is seemingly everywhere. It's obviously one of the big, the major players in the gaming world, but it's uh, it's easy to forget that elsewhere, particularly in Japan, uh, where where video games are hot, a hot and very competitive market, like it's it's barely there. Um, switching gears back to the Switch, yeah, as I mentioned, it's five years old at this point. 
I'm curious if this is a system that still has legs or are we kind of itching for you know, a refresh at some point? Well, so Nintendo's president was asked about the, the, the a refresh or the next their next full console, uh, okay. and he would not be drawn on that. But he said it's only halfway through its life cycle, which would be which would make it ten years, which is a few years longer than a typical console life cycle. Yeah. So they seem to be like seven to eight years. Um, now sales typically slow down like crazy towards the end because people yeah. get hyped for the next one. Um, but Nintendo plays its own game so much, and like it's it has such emotional appeal to so many people, like because it revived the home console market in the eighties and like the, the whole video game industry, and it has such powerful brands behind it, like Mario and Zelda and Pokemon. It these are absolute giants. Like Pokemon is astoundingly popular. Um, so it just has to re-release more Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, just tell that to my son, who's now who's a recent convert and is now obsessed about all things Pokemon. Um, you're right that they've got a number of key brands, and I think that's that's helped it stay competitive at a time when you know the Xbox and PlayStation have continuously upgraded their hardware. The Switch is obviously underpowered relative to these other consoles. And that's even, the the disparity is more dramatic now that we've got the new generation of consoles from Microsoft and Sony. I'm curious uh, how long it can, how long you think Nintendo can kind of keep up with that, with with this underpowered system uh, and really kind of leaning on these key brands like Pokemon and Mario and Zelda. Well, I kind of felt the technical limitations last weekend playing Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is mm. really fun, uh, has excellent systems, like gameplay systems, but is like just a bit visually bland, aside from mm. the Pokemon themselves, the landscapes and characters. Uh, but then you contrast that with Breath of the Wild, which is a similar looking game, but much, much better looking. Um, yeah. Which is also several years older. Yes, exactly. Now, I haven't played Breath of the Wild in a while, um, so it might look a little old at this point, but Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out. It's scheduled to come out this year, and I think if that is shows its age and feels a bit creaky, especially by comparison to like PS5 and Xbox Series games, mm-hmm. I, I think that could put a lot of people off. But at, on the other side of the coin, if Breath of the Wild 2 uh, is really phenomenal uh, like and runs like a dream, mm-hmm. people will go, well, why do I even bother with the other consoles? Right, because right now, I mean, the most that Nintendo's done is really sort of upgraded the Switch experience right there with the OLED edition last year, uh, slightly larger screen, but really not a fundamental change in the system. Uh so is that sort of for you? That's what the, the the sort of the the indication, the signpost for like whether or not we need a new console is like how well Breath of the Wild two runs essentially. Oh, like it's probably too simplistic, but that's kind of what I'm looking at, you know. And I I will play all the major Switch games, um, and I very seldom felt like this isn't as good as the other consoles. It's just mm-hmm. their Nintendo's designers, like their first party games, t- 
tend to be just top-notch and they they put a lot of work into it. Uh, whereas the PlayStation and the Xbox have a lot of Western games that tend not to be quite as technically good and often are released kind of unfinished. You know, like right. seldom have we right. seen with Nintendo a game that has has to have had major patches afterwards, whereas it's almost par for the course with third-party games on other consoles. No, that's a good point. Like, the you, you sort of get a, a, a finished, polished product with the games you get from, from Nintendo. Uh, speaking of switching gears to sort of supply constraints, because obviously that was a big story last year, that basically every industry, and if you were trying to buy a PS5, uh, in particular, it's a really, really difficult prospect. I'm, I'm curious how Nintendo fared, and if they made any comments about that, you know, for in their earnings call. Yeah, so it uh, revised its sales forecast down by 1.5 million console sales last before the holiday like season, and they warned that like this is is going to be an issue going forward. Um, but it hasn't been as hard to get a Switch as like a PS5 or an Xbox Series, from what I can see. Uh, they okay. they they come into stock more often. Probably just they, their their process is probably much more streamlined, and it's a simpler device to manufacture. I mean, do you think the demand is also not as strong because you know there is an installed base of Switch owners who don't necessarily need to buy a new Switch as opposed to you know PS Five where you're only able to get access to certain games if you buy this new system, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the like, Plenty of people have had their Switches for a long time and have no intention of upgrading. I will confess that I did buy an OLED Switch, so I actually have I have two Switches, and I know a lot of other people do. A lot of people mm-hmm. have all three models. Um, well, I say a lot of people, probably not that many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe in a general sense, a lot, but not probably not the majority of Switch owners. Right. I would say more Switch owners, oh, this is probably a very sweeping statement, but more Switch owners bought have bought multiple Switches than, say, PS4 owners. I'd say that's probably fair, especially if you look, especially if you look at households, uh, you can, uh, parents and kids buying multiple units. I definitely see that. Yeah, and like you're not bringing your... PlayStation or your Xbox out and about or Switch, you mm-hmm. you were in the past and it it's, would be subject to more wear and tear as a result. So, I mean, looking ahead uh, in terms of demand, uh, what do you sort of see for Switch sales? Like, are they, do they just continue to hum along based on supply constraints or supply availability? Or, like, at some point, like to the original question about whether or not it has legs, like do you see any time soon that the the switch sort of sees a bit of a deceleration in demand? I reckon it will continue to hum along. Uh, like they've got sufficiently interesting titles always, and that mm-hmm. always gets a bump in sales. Um, and if they release another model, like a 4K one, which I have no sense of whether or not they will, like Nintendo are right. super unpredictable. Uh, like it, that would be the most obvious thing to do, but I don't know if they'll do it. If that happens, if they released a 4K switch, I think a lot of people would jump on that. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, well, Sean, thanks for your time and appreciate you running through 
all the numbers for these consoles. You can check out his story on CNET.com if you have any questions. Ping me on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.